ACC covers country. <laughs> good morning, Remy. Morning. We've just spent the last five hours together, but good morning. Good morning again. This is the start of the Casey Covers Country podcast. I was actually just on the toilet, if you must know, and I was thinking I should ask Remy some questions, some burning questions that the people actually want to hear answers to. Okay, fantastic. So we are going to get to our Tyler Hubbard call in a little bit, but that made me think, because you would agree that Tyler Hubbard's an awesome phone call interview. Yeah, he's great. He'll always kind of keep conversation going and give you what you need. Yes. A lot of times artists are pretty bad at interviews or they're pretty dry. Name me one artist who has been a terrible phone interviewer. I can't do that. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, someone who was like, who just woken up or something. And it's tough because a lot of times they're like artists you really love and you're excited to talk to and you know, whatever their circumstances may be, they're not great on the interview. Nico Moon. Nico Moon. He never knows what's going on. <laughs> he is always confused. I love the man. I feel or like high. I, feel I, like I don't know. In person, he's always great. But it's like whenever we've talked to him on the phone, you just never really know what you're going to get. And that's fine. That's true. Another one, hurt my heart, Josh Turner. Oh, yeah. He well, does not have the time for this. He's not going to answer any of those fun questions, though. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's there a, for the biz. He's a straight shooter. He's... Uh, there for his he wants to if his family's listening you know mm-hmm. he doesn't want to give it he, he's not going to go crazy and now who's an artist that you've interviewed over the phone or in person who has surprised you because they actually turned out to be a lot of fun nico moon no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know chris jansen's always been there he's always been a good interview gosh you could ask him what color the sky is and yeah. he will get he will send you an answer that's three minutes long yeah chris jansen could interview himself or and you told me this before i actually met him so i didn't believe you for me it's what what's his name joe nichols oh yeah joe nichols i imagine to be more like Josh Turner, like kind of reserved and serious with his low voice. But then when we met him, he was making innuendo type of jokes. He was. We played some games with him. He was totally into. He was so fun. You never know how an artist is going to react. That must be from his St. Louis County roots. Probably, yeah. We just connected on that level. Raised in, what do you say? Uh, Maryland Heights. Mm, No, he was. Bridgeton. Bridgeton. Was it Bridgeton? I think it was Bridgeton. Oak. What's that? What's that city by Bridgeton that starts with an O? Why am I blanking? Overland. <laughs> Overland. 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 Whew. Yeah, that was it. Definitely. Well, um, maybe I'll think of some more burning questions for you to answer on next week's episode. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for, for having me. Yeah. I'm for now, here's our awesome interview with uh, Tyler Hubbard. What's up, friends? Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Hubbard. Hello. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. How are y'all? You know, we're just, we're just, uh, we're grooving to dancing in the country. Really, really liking the song. Gotta say. Oh, thank y'all so much. I really appreciate it. It feels, uh, it's a fun one, you know, it feels good. It sounds great on radio. Thank y'all for playing it. And, uh, the fans are loving it and it just, uh, it's a fun one to play live, man. I'm excited. Casey is just like, we turn it up in the studio and just dance in here. So Which we're... says a lot because we hear all these songs so many times in a row that if there's one that we can really get hyped to and actually turn up the music and have a moment to, you know it's a good one. Yeah, I love to hear that. That's a great way to start your morning. You are out on a huge tour right now. You're headed to Canada this fall. You mentioned in this video on Instagram that... 
fans in Canada you've always loved. And so I've always wondered, you know, having just been in St. Louis, and I'm not a touring artist, are there actually different vibes from fans from region to region? A hundred percent, yeah, there truly is. And it's wild because, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, you just, even in our, even in our, you know, even in the U.S., just state to state, there's just sort of a different demographic. And it's really kind of fun because each state, represents its own little culture and its own and its own kind of thing and it's really cool to see and in canada it's definitely a whole you know a whole different um ball game the people are you know the people are great though they're super passionate about country music and uh i really love hanging out with uh up in canada man it's a, it's a lot of fun they're super nice when they bump into each other they say sorry and kindest people some artists golf, some artists sleep. You're done with sound check. What's your favorite pre-show activity? If I can do something to kind of get my adrenaline going or kind of uh, get my heart rate up, it feels good. You know, I like being active, maybe hiking. Last weekend, I just got a foil board, uh, which is an electric foil board, actually. And so I took it out to the lake and just uh, played around on the water, you know, for an hour or two. And, uh, yeah, man, just kind of a little escape pre-show and just clear my head and uh, have a good time in the process. We like that you're out on the water so you're not, like, on a dirt bike and potentially getting injured, so we appreciate that. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's important. a little safer. You've achieved your first, I'm sorry, your second number one single only a year after you released the first one, Five Foot Nine. Did you honestly believe, like, country fans and everybody would embrace you the way that they have after making this transition away from being in the duo for the past decade? It's hard to say. I had hoped that they would, but you just never know. You know, there's always kind of that, you know, that leap of faith you got to take and just put the music out there and kind of, you know, be vulnerable and say, I hope this works and I hope they dig it, you know. And uh, but it's been incredible. I felt so supported, so loved. And, uh, you know, watching the music connect with the fans live has is, is just been so incredible. And everybody continuing to support me the way they the way they are. It's just uh, it's amazing. So I feel super Super grateful and, uh, you know, going to carry this momentum into, into the new music and uh, just keep doing it for the fans. Well, Jingle Fest was awesome last year. We had you for our Christmas show, and I, I honestly wasn't sure what to expect without, you know, it being a duo. And no change for us. We still partied. It was still awesome. You sound great. The show is, the show is rocking. It's high energy. So I'm excited to see you again here in St. Louis. Same, same good time, and uh, I'm excited to get y'all's way and hang out. So you were here, like Remy said, for Jingle Fest. That was six months ago. Do you have, I mean, since you've accomplished so much in that amount of time, do you have any big goals, like anywhere that you want to be by next December, this six months from now? Oh, you know what? That's a great question. I probably just have some new music and, and, and really prepping for a big year next year. This has been a, another good growth year for me, you know, playing festivals, um, getting to jump on some dates with some buddies and some different acts and uh, just really growing, really connecting with the fans. So I feel like I don't have any specific goals, but I am just excited. I'm excited for what next year holds. Um, I'm excited for the new music I've been writing and recording, and I'm excited just to continue to, to play shows because ultimately I really haven't, um, played a ton of shows even post pandemic at this point. So, uh, or at least compared to what I, what I was used to before the pandemic. So, uh, it's about to kick up pretty, pretty hard this summer and fall, but next year is going to be big too. So I'm excited. A bit of a random question. I loved your and Haley's episode of get organized with the home edit. So I wanted to ask, (laughs) how is that room looking now? Is it back to kind of being a disaster or is it still pretty, pretty put together? You know, I think you would be proud. It actually still looks pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if that's me being a little bit OCD or, or or us actually 
teaching our kids how to put stuff back and stay organized. But believe it or not, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a I don't know a year and a half now, and uh, it still looks pretty good. I think Clea, uh, I think Clea would be proud as well. Clea and Joanna both. Ballpark Village, June twenty third. Tickets at ninety two three wil dot com. Tyler, I gotta say, uh, everyone always wants an appearance by Nelly. So if you could toss that in there, that'd be fantastic. Casual. <laughs> I'll definitely holler at him and let him know I'm in town. And if he's around, I bet he'll come hang out. He's That's cool great. Too, so uh, we'll see. Tyler, thank you so much for your time. Have a good one. All right, y'all too. Take care. See you soon. Why, Laney Bills? Whoa, why? <laughs> Laney Wilson is a new character. Laney Wilson's band left the stage without her. It all happened with a torrential downpour on Myrtle Beach. This was, do you remember on Sunday whenever it was just like a gloomy, not nice day outside? Yep, yep, yep. This is when it was happening. Whenever, wherever this concert was in Myrtle Beach, the skies were dark, the wind was heavy, the rain was sideways. And the fans were gathered around, determined to see country music's new it girl, Lainey Wilson, take the stage. And so she did. And she did her best. But eventually the band, <laughs> the band had to quit as it was lightning and it was coming down like crazy, just getting too dangerous to be standing out there on this big metal-based stage. But Lainey couldn't end the show that way. Mm-hmm. It's not in her. It ain't in her. She stayed out there in the pouring rain, holding her hat down from the wind, closing her eyes, holding the mic, singing every word, acapella, and the crowd was singing along. It's clear that they loved every minute of it. Yeah, if you haven't seen this video clip, it's it looks like the band is and the crew is all packing up behind right. her, and she's out on there, the out of there. She's out on the catwalk there, just kind of doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And I think as an artist, you have an option here. Do you play the safe game and run back to the, the backstage area, or do you stick it out for the fans right. just to finish that song? Because, you know, we never want to see one of our artists get hurt or put themselves in a dangerous situation. Yeah. But never before have I seen an artist stand out there in these sort of conditions. I mean, she is really holding down that flat-brimmed hat. Yeah. She is digging her heels in, soaked from the storm as are all the fans and like you said artists they usually do have a choice and I think one of the things that Lainey Wilson is doing best in this new blossoming stage of her career is making choices like this and saying I know that you spent good hard earned money to see me good time waiting for me to step out on this stage and now I'm finally here let's do it even if we have to do it without the glitz and the guitars. Yeah. If I do get electrocuted on stage, at least it will be documented for you all to see. You saw it. <laughs> you saw, I did it for you. An artist from the bi-state area hanging out with one of the biggest names in 90s country. Oh, yeah. Alexandra Kay and Jody Messina. AK hey, Teamed up for an acoustic jam sesh combining two of their biggest hits. And I got to say, so I'm pretty sure... Alexandra K was opening for Jody Messina recently whenever they did this, but I still remember years ago, mm. not many, maybe like four. Yeah. When AK hadn't completely moved to Nashville from the bi-state area, she was still here and she 
opened up for Jody Messina at the Lincoln Theater in Belleville. Bell Vegas. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And now they're like just hanging out, chilling. And Kay's like, you want to do a little mashup with me? Because I mentioned you in one of my songs. And Jody's like, yeah, let's do it. the Alexandra K song, you know how where they did that little crossover. Yeah, that's but. cool. That's cool. That's cool. I feel like I don't know AK anymore. I feel like she's gotten too she's big too for big us. Too big now. <laughs> oh. She, I have, I do have to say, in this video, she's wearing my earrings. Nice, Casey Collection earrings. That's awesome. So, congratulations. Thank you. Not good. everybody knows. Pretty excited about Secrets that. Secrets out. I'm gonna go share it to the socials. <laughs> um, no, but really, you can see that video on our Instagram story and Facebook page. <laughs> Dirk Bentley is taking one for the team and showing everyone his experience as a girl dad that you didn't expect to see. He posted a TikTok walking through Victoria's Secret with his 14-year-old daughter, Evie, and oh, you man. know where this is going. Oh, yeah. To say he was a little overwhelmed by everything in the store would be an understatement, but it's funny that he thought to pull out his phone because Evie's asking questions. You can tell that they're bra shopping and he took her around, you know, saying the the certain things that she cannot be looking at. (laughs) And he eventually threw in the dad towel. And if you can hear it clearly, it sounded something like this. What are these? I believe that's a bra. No. Uh, No, we're not doing lace. Okay. Uh, We need your mom here. Call mom. He says, no, we're not doing lace time for me to go. This isn't too far in my future. No, it's really not. It's not too far in my future. I just don't know that my daughter would ever come to me and be like, Dad, we need to go bra shopping. Let's go. So I think this is the the type of father-daughter relationship where they're so casually open together. You know, like there yeah. there are those relationships. She seems unfazed. In she this. does seem unfazed. She's walking around and she's like, oh, but what's this? What's that? Like that would have never happened for me. Uh-huh. So I think it also will be interesting to see, like you said, when your daughter gets to that point or as your kids, you know, they start to grow. Yeah. What goes down? Well, I mean, yesterday, yesterday, one of my, so our friends came over, the kids' friends came over. And as the girls were changing out of their swimsuits, Leo, my son, is distraught. He's like, I want to change with them. Oh, yeah. I want to change. He just doesn't understand that we're, we're now starting we're now to get. We're now past that. We're now getting out of that phase of mm. life. And so explaining all of that. I don't know. Maybe maybe my daughter will be very open and she'll be like, okay, yeah, dad, come with me. And I'll be like, I, same as Dirk's. I have no idea what I'm looking at right now. I need your mom. <laughs> I can only imagine you in five years walking into like a pink or an airy all right, hands up. I'm, I'm going to be at the front if you need my credit card. I'm going to get an associate here to help you, and then uh, <laughs> I'll be out. I'll be out in front playing Candy Crush or something. And then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dirk Bentley. I feel like he's always got a great sense of humor, and when it comes to things like this, I'm glad that his family's okay with showing off funny moments. Yeah. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill have three daughters, but one of them really seems to be following in their footsteps, and it's Audrey. She's the youngest. She's 21, and we saw her last year appear in Tim's music video for 
7,500 OBO. I bet you forgot about that one. I, yeah. I always knew she'd get into quilting. Stop. <laughs> Remy's making things up. Um, but Audrey is currently enrolled in the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York City. And she posted this video recently playing piano in her apartment, singing an Emmy Lou Harris song, Beneath Still Waters. Beneath Still I think you can really tell the um, similarities between her voice and her mom's. Yeah. I wonder if she'll go country or if she'll just, uh, she'll go a different route. I Yeah. Because she's still pretty young. So who knows, you know, where things will fall, but she does feel like the most likely to follow in their path so far. Yeah. Um, Paul Rudd went there. Went? Oh, it's that. That uh, the dramatic arts, the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Sorry, my hair is stuck in my chair again. This has happened before. <laughs> Do you need help again? <laughs> no, I got it. Okay, well that's interesting because I was wondering it because it's called the dramatic arts. I didn't know if that was like a more theater school or, and maybe it is. I don't know. I'm guessing they probably let you explore different facets of of you know the dramatic singing, and dancing, musicals. Uh, you know, straight theater, that kind of thing. So, yeah, their oldest daughter, Gracie, I'm pretty sure falls into like the theatrical side. Their middle daughter is like a, a lawyer and shout out. Yeah. Parents, Tim and Faith. And she's like, nah, I know how that goes. I'm out. <laughs> They're going to say the middle one was, uh, she's a part of a pyramid scheme. So, <laughs> uh, no, fortunately. Would you like to join her team? Because oh. it's, you know, she's Tim McGraw's daughter. She so. got that sparkle juice, girl. <laughs> if anything can get Toby Keith out and about after all his health struggles, it's got to be his Oklahoma, his <laughs> Oklahoma, his <laughs> Oklahoma Sooners. He was in fine form as he celebrated the Oklahoma, I'm sorry, the University of Oklahoma softball team's national championship win on Thursday. So he led a performance of his big hit. How do you like me now? And the team was jumping and hollering at their after party. You can tell they were just so psyched to have him there to celebrate on top of obviously their victory. I think this is their third victory. Such a random, so random. Why? He's like, his, he's a huge like University of Oklahoma fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> and he's from there. Can you imagine like, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a team that's won a championship. But it's just like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Toby Keith's there jamming. Well, I think if you're a school that's that big, that might be different. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was right. This is their third straight national championship. They beat Florida State University on Thursday. And Toby Keith, being a lifelong OU fan, he was there to celebrate the girls' victory. And it was last year in 2022 when he announced that he was battling stomach cancer. Um. But by the end of last year, he had told everybody he was on his way to return to health, which is awesome. And just about a week ago, he posted a photo of himself looking like really thin and frail. And he had a long sleeve shirt on. Yeah. But we know like it's June in Oklahoma. It's probably really hot. So a lot of fans were, you know, a little curious about how his health was going and if things were progressing the way he expected but in this video you can totally see that he looks strong he looks excited to be there and hanging out with the girls after their big win 
Yeah, and, uh, I feel like you can't not. I mean, I'm watching the video now, and he's he's in he it. Looks and so, good. Are, so are they. He looks good. <laughs> and they all stood on that stage together, and they sang. <laughs> looked like a party to be at. That's great. Miranda Lambert surprised the crowd at CMA Fest with her new, quote, bestie, an artist from another genre. She grabbed everyone's attention when she made the announcement, I'm out here to make some badass moments happen. Mm. So will y'all welcome my new best friend, Miss Avril Lavigne, to the stage. Wow. Avril Lavigne at CMA Fest. Random, right? Okay. So Miranda and Avril, they lit it up as they each sang their first big singles. They sang Kerosene and Skater Boy. (laughs) That's awesome. They were matching in black and hot pink, and immediately the whole crowd was singing along. I like that they immediately just went to their number one hits and like their first number one hits that everyone's guaranteed to know them for. So it, yeah. it, it like everyone can sing along and have a good time. Kerosene is still one of my favorite songs from Randall Lambert. You do reference that one a lot. And Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. I mean, classic. can't go wrong with that either. This totally made sense to me as Avril was like in a category on her own as a solo female in that pop punk rock world. And then Miranda, you know, she's always been known to be a little bit of a rugged female in country music. <laughs> That's a good description. So this totally makes sense why they are new friends. I wonder if they met at the Shania thing. Because Avril did the whole, she did a tribute to Shania. Was it the ACMs or the CMAs? One of those where they had a whole but I don't category know. of like four or five different artists that did a tribute song for Shania Twain. I think Kelsey Ballerini was one of them. Right. I don't know if uh, Miranda was in on that. Either well, way. Avril's in Nashville to some degree. I think so. she lives there. Oh, okay. Well, that would make it easier. Right. For I think, sure. I do think she lives there. So who knows when they've met or how long, you know, they've known each other. But I could totally see them being friends and hanging out and just like girls of different genres. Yeah. But of the same attitude. Would love to see a collab. Totally. Oh, my gosh. Not to mention Avril Lavigne's going through all this um, turmoil right now as she's Ended another engagement and rumors were that, you know, maybe there was some infidelity involved and she's having a having a moment playing the field. And uh-huh. we also know that Miranda has seen a lot of turmoil in the limelight for the same purposes. There you go. So I wouldn't doubt if maybe they're finding, you know, common ground in places that surface level Nashville relationships don't usually do it. Some song inspiration right there. Miranda went on to welcome other artists to the stage after Avril left. She also had El King and R&B artist Leon Bridges who we told you she just released a song with like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. So Lord and Elena and Lainey Wilson have teamed up on a new song about their friendship and their dump trucks. It's out now. It's called Thick is Thieves but mm-hmm. note that thick is spelled with two C's instead of a CK. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't already know, when you spell thick with two C's, it means you're talking about somebody with a bounceable booty. Oh, okay. You know. I had no idea until just thick now. as thieves. So. So it's a whole song about their butt. No. Butts. No. No. The underlying uh, innuendos are about their booties. But the song is really, you know, it's thick as thieves, but it's about down home besties. We're thicker than our axes, thicker than our hair. 
throw little nods to like their home states of Georgia, Louisiana. They even reference uh, Luke Bryan's song Country Girl at the end of the song. And he heard it and he had something to say about it. Country Girl Shake It For Me was a fun song for me. Their song is a fun song for girls that got a little something to shake. And there, I think, I think country music will always be about the real songs, the relatable songs. But then there's also got to be a fun aspect of, of country music. There's got to be a space for some fun things. You're telling me that Luke Bryan is justifying an entire song about girls' butts. Justifying? What do you mean? Like he, he sings his of own. Of course he's okay with it. Right. I just don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if what? I, I don't. I, I'm I'm good. Look, I'm good with it. As a red-blooded American man, <laughs> I am good with this. I just feel awkward talking about it. You know what I mean? But I guess if they're talking about it, then I can talk about it. Lenny has to talk about it. She has literally gone viral for what's in her jeans. That is very true. I, I do have to and say. I think Lorna Lena has seen that happen, and she's like, all right, girl, let's double down and make something of it. You said this song is about friends. This song is not friendship. about friends. No, this is They're not about friends. It's not friendship. This from the Packers to the has Saints. Nothing to do with friendship. In this dance video, the TikTok dance video, Lorna Lena beats her butt like a little drum. She's on the toms over there. Are you kidding me? Friendship. Okay. Oh, you're you're never uncomfortable. The fact that you're queasy right now because of Lauren Elena and Lainey Wilson. Look, I just feel like there's some human resources issues that are going on here. But you know what? Like I said, if they're going to be out there with it, turn it around and give it a make it a bongo. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jelly Roll's best known tattoos are maybe like the striking ones that he has on his face, or you know, the ones on his wrists that remind him to stay happy and carefree. But there's one that I bet you haven't ever noticed, and it's actually my favorite. You might have to pronounce this for me. Where's it at? It's on, I'm pretty sure, his wrist, and it is a... Quoka? 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 A Quoka? Type it in. Q-U-O-K-K-A. It is proclaimed the world's cutest animal. It is... It is a cute animal. Because it has a constant smile. Yeah. It's kind of like a prairie dog, if I had to like <laughs> describe it. If a prairie dog was like always smiling. It's like a cartoon version of a prairie dog. Well, it doesn't look like it should be a real animal, right? Jelly Roll says, I'm infatuated with quokas. I have one tattooed on me. Google says it's the happiest animal on earth. They're always smiling. They have no predators on their island and they just live off of eucalyptus trees, which means they're always like, hi, they're always happy. Look at this guy. I Look know. Look at this guy. What is he doing? Isn't he so cute? <laughs> so Jelly Roll says whenever he's having a moment feeling down, so feeling sorry hot. for himself, feeling like, you know, the odds are against him for whatever reason, he says, I take a look down at my wrist and say, just be a quokka. Be high and be happy. I feel like the capybara <laughs> is also in that mm-hmm. that category of like cute animals that you want to own, but you probably shouldn't. Uh, right. And they always just seem like they're vibing. What if quokkas aren't actually that happy? What if they're like the meanest animal in the world? I don't think they are. wearing a smile. I think they're like, they're 
known to be like soft and you know just gentle with people too. Yeah, but that's what like that's the the reputation of a koala. But koalas are vicious animals. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling you what Jelly Roll said. He said, "I legit got a quokka tattooed on me when I was super drunk, and I love it." So, there you go. There's that. We talked about tattoos earlier and how a lot of time actors or actresses will get one to commemorate their biggest role or their favorite uh, piece that they worked on. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate most that Jelly Roll's favorite is not like a song lyric or uh, something higher, but it's his quokka. I think a platypus would be good. Cute. Yeah, a little duck-billed platypus. Casey covers country. 